Update number two. I'm lying down in bed. <laughs> oh my god. I just, I did one of those like, oh, it's hard to sit, it's hard to stand, let me lie down for a minute, grab the work laptop, I'll do some work, I'm doing work in bed, fine, great, and now I just, I can't, I, I, getting up is, uh, it's going to happen eventually, but not right this second, I'm just staring at the ceiling, I'm just staring at the ceiling, oh man, yeah, that's it. It's over. I turned 41 and it's all falling apart. It's all breaking down. It's done. That's it. There's nothing left for me. <laughs> I doubt that I'm going to post this, but... Oh, man. Oh, man. What excruciating fun this is. Yeah, remind, I mean, the one... I guess the one... Uh, the one positive, I'm trying to stretch here, oh yeah, oh yeah, the one positive is, uh, God, I can't imagine if I had to like, it's hard enough to get in the car and take the kids to work, <laughs> work. take the kids to school, uh, I just can't imagine getting in the car and having to go to an office, and oh my gosh, I, I look back so... Um, Whatever the opposite of fondly is on those days. Not fondly, fondly. <laughs> um, I'm not fondling my memories. Uh, I look back fondly, uh, the opposite of that on those on those days, and I have so many of just, uh, yeah, screaming back pain and whipping cold winds on the, on the train platform and wet slush everywhere i don't know man it was that was tough them them's was tough times man that's what i can tell you uh it's funny they've got some of these coaches uh some of these some of these guys talking like i was listening to dan patrick and he interviewed brian kelly who's who has left notre dame notre dame for LSU. Oh my god, I'm yawning in the middle of a podcast. Oh man, it's yeah, I'm telling you. Fading fast. Fading fast. There's a bright light up on the ceiling. <laughs> Perhaps I'll swim towards it. <laughs> uh yeah. But listening to Dan Patrick had Brian Kelly on. Couple couple interesting things. One of the most interesting things, and I was kinda in and out of listening to it because my mind just wanders now. It just wanders. I can't pay attention to something for more than eight seconds. That's about it. That's it. It's a problem. But Brian Kelly was on Dan Patrick's show and and he asked him, how did he phrase the question? It's it's uh, this is why he's Dan Patrick. I would have phrased it different. I would have been like, you know, the question that's asked on every interview. You've been everybody's been asked it. It's usually the first question. Uh, I've certainly asked it when I've interviewed people, and the question is why, you know, why are you looking to make the switch? Why are you why do you want to leave your current role and come here? What's you know, what do you not like about where you currently are? What do you like about this? Blah blah blah. And Dan Patrick basically asked him that question. That would have been that would have been like 
my only question, if I could interview these guys, these Lincoln Rileys and and Brian Kelly's, oh my god, another yawn. Oh shit. I don't know if I've ever yawned on this podcast, and now I've done it twice. Of course, I've never done the podcast lying down, so that makes a big difference. Uh anyway, what I if I had those guys on, I'd just be like, take me through everything. When did it happen? When did you know? How long have you been looking? What was the process like? I would just say, take me through the whole thing. And Dan, of course, better than me at that sort of thing, he said, when, you know, he basically said, when did you start, when did you start looking over the fence, essentially, is what he asked. Or, you know, didn't you? Something like that. And it was interesting because Brian Kelly's answer, you know, the answer would just be, if you weren't, you know, I've had questions like where people ask, like, well, why did you leave this job? Why did you come to, why, why did you start looking at such and such company? Oh, they, and there's been times where, because this is the truth, they said, well, they came to me. I wasn't looking to leave. I was pretty happy. And then so-and-so came to me, and this is what they offered me. And I said, oh, I can't turn that down. And he didn't really say that. It was strange. He was like, well, well, I didn't know, you know, I was, I was focused on recruiting. I was focused on the recruiting and, uh, you know, and he just, you know, he kind of danced around it a little bit. I, I thought that was pretty interesting. So it's like, okay, all right, he's been looking. They didn't just, you know, because that ha- with coaches, you know, that happens. You put out feelers, different teams put out feelers to certain coaches, even though they're they're employed by another team, and they say, "Hey, here's what we'll pay you. Come, come, coach this uh, this team here." And oh my god, <laughs> that's three. I, that's that's three more than I think I've ever yawned on this podcast. But again, I'm lying down because my back is is in shambles. Anyway, I thought it was interesting, Brian Kelly. Uh, not you know. If the answer was, oh, I haven't been I haven't been looking for a job. I'm happy where I am. Then he would have said that. He would have been like, look, I've been here for 12 years or whatever it is. We've won a ton of games. Great record. Great team. I love this team. I love this school. I love this program. You know, my we've settled here over the last uh, decade plus. Uh, so I really wasn't looking for anything. Um, but then LSU, you know, they reached out to me and they said, hey, here's what we'll Here's what we're looking to do. And I said, boy, I, I don't know. I'm not really looking to leave. Oh, but then they sweetened the, the deal, and he said, here's what it is. And I really thought about it and talked it over with the family, and then everybody was okay. And we got, it was nothing like that. It was very – so clearly he had been uh, – it looked like – to me it sounds like he'd been looking over the fence a little bit here as of late. And – you know, they talk about, like, yeah, Notre Dame, isn't that one of those dream jobs? Isn't that one of those, like, man, this is the fucking Notre Dame. What else do you want? And uh, But, you know, just like anything, it gets old. Anything is going to get old after a while. Unless you're a weirdo like Belichick, who is going to die coaching for the Patriots unless they fire him. Uh, which, if he had a couple of seasons like last year, that would be a possible scenario. But that ain't happening anytime soon. Because these these Patriots are good, and they're certainly, I can't imagine they're not going to be in the playoffs. Oh no! Uh, uh, oh. 
Is that four? That's number four. This yawning, and I'm sorry, because if you're listening to this, you're probably yawning as well. Of course, if you're listening to any of these episodes, you're probably always yawning. (laughs) Oh, man. So, yeah, so I think that's interesting. He was definitely looking to get out, and now he's out. And uh, as opposed to Lincoln Riley, who I'm pretty sure... His his similar answer to that question on the on Cowherd's show was like, yeah, no, I was, you know, I was good where I was. I you know, was pretty happy, and then blah, 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 blah. so I, maybe I'm I might be remembering that wrong, but it's also a different interview because Dan's trying to ask some of the harder hitting questions of Brian Kelly, and you know these are the two these are the two names that everyone's talking about right now, right in the last since Monday. Brian Kelly, coach of Notre Dame, who is now the coach of LSU, and uh, 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 Baba O'Reilly, Lincoln Riley, who is the uh, now former coach of Oklahoma, who currently is the brand new head coach of USC. Those are the two. That's these guys are the, the talk of the town, the cock of the walk, the cocks of the walk, two cocks, one walk. And uh, and the, uh, so those guys are a big get for any sports radio show that can get those guys. Well, Colin Cowherd got Lincoln Riley uh, Tuesday, I think. And Dan Patrick got Brian Kelly yesterday on his on his program. And uh, so those are good. But there's, boy, what a difference. What a difference. You listen to Dan Patrick. He's doing Dan. Pa- Dan there's times, there's so many times where I listen to Dan Patrick asking questions and I'm like, Oh, man, this person's going to hang up or they're going to leave the studio or, or what have you or turn off the Zoom because uh, he asks, you know, he's not afraid. Dan Patrick is not afraid to ask those fucking dick questions. That, but those are the questions that everybody wants to ask and wants the answers to. And that doesn't mean Dan's going to get the answers. And sometimes he's going to have a fucking awkward time. If you look at that uh, uh, Kyler Murray two years ago during the Super Bowl week, I think it was two years ago. Kyler Murray was on the Dan Patrick show. Go to YouTube. You'll find it easily. Dan Patrick, Kyler Murray. It was just like, he was just shut down, man. And I think it's, you know, I don't, I think he's just a shy kid, especially then, you know, being around all this limelight and stuff is probably a little nerve wracking for the poor guy. But uh, he was very, he gave horrible answers to pretty much every question that Dan asked. And it was, you know, horrible answers or non-answers or just yes and no or just you know, it was and it was very uncomfortable because then Dan gets upset and he's kind of ripping on him a little bit, you know, nothing too harsh. But anyway, that's how Dan is. He doesn't give a. He's not looking to make friends. He wants good radio. He's got friends. He has enough friends. He's looking to make good radio. Cowherd, on the other hand, you listen to him talking to Lincoln Riley, and Cowherd's like, he's like, you know, the there's I'm only there's only one team that I'm a fan of as a sports talk radio host. You shouldn't. You shouldn't have a. You shouldn't be fans of anything. Well, that's what they say. But I'm a fan. I think every talk show host is allowed to have one, one team that they root for. And for me, it's always been the USC Trojans. And I'm like, man, I, I, I don't know. I've been listening to Colin Cowherd since like 2004. I don't. I don't ever recall hearing this. Not to say that's not true, because I am not like a super fan or anything. But he's always talking about Seattle and stuff. But now suddenly he's the biggest Trojans fan on the planet. And he was just he was just a fanboy 
with Lincoln Riley. There wasn't, you know, it was a fine interview. It was okay. But he was, uh, you know, Dan Patrick asked the hard, the tough questions. Cowherd's like, so uh, how soon are you going to be out, out on the road recruiting? And he's like, yeah, pretty much, you know, right. What is, what's going on in the next six hours for you? And he's like, recruiting. I'm getting on the road and go recruiting. And Cowherd goes, uh, goes, can I come with you? And it's, you know, it's like funny, whatever, but it's like, Jesus. And then he's got a picture of the two of them on his Instagram. And, you know, it's a different, very different. You're getting very different radio. And it does, it does, it does bother me that Cowherd is number one and Dan Patrick is number two in sports radio because Dan, Dan Patrick is in a different league. He's a whole different league, whole different wavelength, whole different universe. There's nobody, to me, nobody comes close to Dan Patrick. Um, Jim Rome is so different from everybody that he's also in his own league. And Cowherd's in his own league because he's there's nobody else quite like him. And that's good. That's what you want. Differentiate yourself from the, the normal sports talk guys. Uh, you know, Chris Mad Dog Russo. Who the hell out there sounds like, it's Mad Dog. <laughs> What's going on with Tom Brady and the Patriots? This makes me sick to my stomach. I can't do it. Fuck it. I can't do it. Sour Shoes on Howard Stern does the best mad dog. Hubbadoo. What's with all the hubbadoo? Hubbadoo. 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 Uh, anyway, Dan Patrick's in a, in a, in a league of his own. And yeah, Cowherd, you know, for years, Dan Patrick would call out Colin Cowherd. I don't know if he would mention him by name. I can't remember. But he would, you know, one time on the air, he was like, dude. He just said, stop copying our stuff because DP would talk about it. And then an hour later, Cowherd would have the exact same. Like, obviously, everybody's talking about the same topics. You know, you have to copy each other in that sense. You know, everybody's talking about uh, Tiger Woods the other day when he's having his press conference. Everybody's talking about these college coaches. Those are the topics. So that's what everyone's going to be talking about. The difference is like. Colin Cowherd would literally have, you know, Dan Patrick would have a poll question. And then Cowherd's show would have the exact poll question. Dan Patrick would use the, uh, they jokingly use, you know, like the old ABC News uh, breaking news interruption thing. And it's usually, it's usually when it's something is like joking. Uh, and it's very funny and stuff. And I remember listening to Cowherd one time and he's like, we need a, uh, we need some kind of news, some kind of breaking news. Uh, what if you got anything? And then all of a sudden the guy's like, the guy plays. He's like, yeah, that's that's the breaking news. Like, that's, I guess, you know, who's going to, somebody going to sue you because you're using the same. I guess not. But yeah, I remember just listening. It would be very, it'd be very heated where Dan Patrick on the air. He would just say, like, stop copying he, he, in the middle of his show. It's like, it's like, it's cheap. Be you're better than that. Be better than that. We put a poll question, and then your poll question is the same poll question. We have this take, and then an hour later you have the exact same hot take. And this, I mean, it was, you know. And from what I understand, he confronted Cowherd one time at a at a party somewhere, maybe during the Super Bowl. I'm not really sure. But in the middle of a crowded room, just kind of came up to him and said, Hey man. Cut the shit. You're fucking just ripping off all my stuff. I work hard. You work hard too. Be better. Be your own guy. Do your own thing. And 
to his credit, I think Cowherd has done that. I think he's like, you know, he's a, he has cemented himself as, you know, he's got his own sort of thing. But his, uh, you know, I think sometimes his interviews are really good, and then I think sometimes they could be a lot better. And who am I? I'm nobody. I'm a fucking idiot. I don't know anything. But it is a, it's a very different thing when Dan Patrick is sometimes, you know, and not rude. He just asks the questions. He's like, dude, and, and sometimes people get mad, and DP will say, like, look, I have an audience that's counting on me, and they want to know the This is what everybody wants to ask. This is what everybody wants to know. So it would be a disservice to my fans and to my profession if I didn't ask you these questions. So I have to ask you these questions. It doesn't mean you have to answer these questions, but I will ask these questions. I hope that you answer the questions. Otherwise, what's what are we doing here? But these are the questions I'm going to ask. And a lot of times he gets answers, he gets good answers. But uh, and so does Cowherd. He just you know listen to Lincoln Riley. It was clear that they had some uh, you know they probably had a little little pre-interview uh, huddle of sorts. You know Lincoln Riley's people and Cowherd's people, and they, here's what's off limits, and here's what's on. You know, so it was it was really just like this kind of gushing sort of yeah. Are you gonna go? What are you doing in the next six hours? Uh, I'm gonna go recruit. Going to visit high schools and recruit. Can I come with you? Please. I just love you. I love you so much. Anyway, that's uh that's that's fine, I guess. That's that's the that's the thing. And it was a you know, the interview was fine. But uh yeah, big difference. Anyway, that's all I had to say. I uh oh, I'm going to attempt to get up because I really do I have to I have to get out of this bed. I working some people can sit in a bed with a laptop and get a bunch of work done at I've tried it a number of times, particularly in these kind of scenarios when I'm either really, really sick or have a really bad back, and it's, uh, yeah, I, I got to sit at a desk. I got to, all right. Otherwise, or I just need to sit at a desk because I'm, I think, four yawns and I'm about to about to nod off here. This is no good. What time is it? Yeah, it's too early for nodding off. All right, gang, we'll talk to you later uh, right here. On this, the Birthday Boy Podcast. Later, Gators.